to Books in the Middle, a podcast just for middle school books. Nature versus nurture. It's an old debate. Basically, are we born who we are from the very beginning and everything is determined by our genes? Or does our environment determine who we are and what we become? Davy's living a pretty charmed life. She was discovered as a prodigy around the age of four. She heard Chopin, played in a mall one day, came home, played it perfectly on the piano. And not long after that, it was discovered not only was she a prodigy with musical instruments, but she has an amazing, amazing singing voice. So life is pretty good for Davy. Now, in the future, crime has gotten pretty out of control. And the government and a lot of people are worried. So Davy's parents have sent her to a pretty exclusive school that she goes to. But Davy's life is good. She's got a great boyfriend, has wonderful friends. The thing that is maybe the only problem or concern in her life is her older brother Mitchell. That's because Mitchell is constantly getting into trouble, even though he's a couple years older. So Davy has always been the perfect child for her parents. But one day when Davy's at school hanging out with her boyfriend, she gets a call and her parents want her to come home right away. She's scared that it's about Mitchell and that something has happened. But when she shows up at her house, her headmaster for her private school is there and a man who says he will be her caseworker from here on out. Davy's confused, but whatever's going on, her parents are extremely upset. And she's beginning to realize it has nothing to do with Mitchell but everything to do with her. The men are gone. It's just me and my parents. I spin to face Mom. Why do I have to see him tomorrow? I have school. No, Dad announces, slowly sinking down into a chair. You don't. Mom moves inside the living room, her hands gliding along the back of the couch as though she needs support of something solid under her fingers. Dad drags a hand over his face, muffling his words, but I still hear them. Oh, my God. Those barely there words shudder through me. I wet my dry lips. Someone please tell me what's going on. What did that man mean when he says he's my caseworker? Mom doesn't look at me. She fixes her stare on Dad. He drops his hand from his face and exhales deeply, shaking his head. They can't do this. Oh, Patrick. She shakes her head as if he's just uttered something absurd. They've been doing it all over the country. What can we do? Something, he snaps. This isn't happening. Not to my daughter. He slams his fist down on the desk, and I flinch. My eyes start to burn as apprehension curls through me sickly. Part of me feels the irrational urge to run, to flee from whatever horrible truth has my parents acting this way. Find Zach and hold him, bury my face in his chest, and listen to him tell me he loves me again. Mom looks at me finally. Her lips compress and flatten like it's hard for her to even look at me. You can't go back to school. What? I don't let me finish. She takes a breath like she's preparing to dive into deep waters. You've been uninvited. Her lip curls at this last bit. Everton Academy never expels students. They uninvite. As though the gentle euphemism could mask the reality of what being uninvited means. I slide a step back. My hip bumps into a table holding an assortment of framed family photos. One hits the floor with a loud crack. 
I don't even move to pick it up. Shaking my head, I whisper, Why? It's Dad who responds, his voice biting deep with words that will change everything forever. You have the kill gene. Davy knows what that means. Because in the future, scientists have been able to identify a specific gene that most murderers carry. And Davy has just tested positive for that gene. Uninvited by Sophie Jordan. <laughs>